Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. And today, as promised, is a fantastic podcast. It's going to be all about expired listings, how to take expired listings, find expired listings, all sorts of mindset things, but mostly skill set focused podcasts. So get ready to take a lot of great notes. And remember, this is a 30 to 40 minute podcast. We're obviously not going to be able to cover all the bases of what you need to do to become a very dominant expired listing agent. But this, at the very least, should motivate all of you to take this opportunity incredibly seriously. It is, in our opinion, the single best opportunity to become a listing agent and probably the last 20 years, arguably, is right now. You guys are right in the actual sweet spot of the marketplace. There are times like this that have happened in our 30-year career uh, where there's been similar opportunities, but only probably three or four times. And really what this comes down to is the transitioning market creates lots of opportunity, you know, and this is one of those best opportunities that we've seen, especially when it comes to expired listings. Before we get to point number one, I want to let all of you know that we are doing a little promotion this month. A lot of you have been very kind in giving Julie and I uh, reviews and you know sending us nice notes and whatnot. We've been sharing those on Instagram. We certainly appreciate all of that. Uh, but we'd like to formalize this a bit. We were we're hoping to get 25 five-star reviews on iTunes in the month of December. 25 five-star reviews on iTunes. And if you're listening to this and it's outside of December, that's fine too. Um, we will consider your, um, yeah, I think your your uh, participation still valid. Sure. Here's what you have to do. Give us a five-star review, assuming you think we merit a five-star review, and a pithy comment. Something always is a little funny. I mean, it's always better because people re- will read those types of reviews. And uh, we did have someone the other day say, I sound like a gerbil on meth sometimes. <laughs> That was specific. (laughs) Because I talk too fast. And no, I'm not on Adderall. This is just sometimes when I'm excited. Well, caffeine maybe. Exactly. Other than that, no, this is just who I am, unfortunately or fortunately, (laughs) depending on your perspective. But that was a funny review. In any event, if you could uh, leave us a five-star review and a a pithy comment over on iTunes. and And what we'll do is a way of saying thank you is we'll send you, ready for it, an autograph uh, autograph, uh, copy of our book, Harris Rules. And yes, this is the exact same Harris Rules that is for sale on, you know, everywhere. Uh, Amazon, every major bookseller. But we will send this to you for free at our own expense. We don't get these books for free. Um, But just, uh, yeah, that's what we're asking you to do. And here's what you have to do to validate is simply uh, post on Instagram. And when you're over on Instagram, you know, just follow us too. That'd be great. But when you're over on Instagram, just message us. Let us know that you did leave a review and what your name is. And so we can just validate it. If you don't use your name on iTunes, if you use some sort of, you know, handle, just let us know what that is too so we can validate it. And then we'll obviously need your address. If you're not on Instagram, you can just simply email. Or rather, I'll make it even easier. Just text me at 512-758-0206. So here it is. I'll say it again. Five-star review on iTunes, whichever, you know, assuming you think we merit a five-star review and a pithy comment. And then let us know you did it by giving us your name and maybe even a a copy of the uh, comment, but you don't really need to. I'll just have someone from our team and they'll validate it because we're not just going to, you know, send these books out willy nilly. Uh, each of these books is going to cost us probably 20, 25 bucks uh, by the time it arrives at your doorstep. Um, yeah. And then what we'll do is we'll autograph some books and we'll send them to you guys. 
and we'll hopefully get most of these to you before the end of the year for Christmas. I think we have 25 books right mm -hmm. now. Yep. Yeah. If we have to buy more from Amazon, we will. We'll make it work. Yeah. I, you guys might find that amusing. We did write the book. We didn't publish it. A publisher published it. And so uh, when we struck our original deal with this publisher, we didn't ask for enough uh, free copies of our own book. Yeah, so we get... don't have a warehouse full of free books. <laughs> right. We have to order them. Right, we have to order them. We have to pay for them the same price you do. Yeah, so in any event, there it is. Um, we have 25 books set aside. We'd love to have 25 five-star reviews. And just let us know you left the review by messaging us on Instagram, and it's at Tim and Julie Harris, or you can just text me at 512-758-0206. All right, Julie, let's proceed and let's talk about expired listings. Oh, yes. One of our favorite topics because it's so efficient and so effective. So realtors and brokers, did you know that the biggest expired day of the year is December 31st. Are you ready? And by the way, you might be listening to this in the future and replay. It's always when the month turns over that we have what we lovingly call expired palooza. Well, let's drill down on that. Yes. So give more details, right? Sure. So the most expireds happen really in the last day, but sometimes the last week of one month leading into the following week of the following month. And there's sweet spots, which I'm sure Julie's going to share with you in a second. But just if you really want to know where there's peak expireds, that's when they typically are. Why? Because that's when most agents and brokers put them in the MLS to expire at the end of the month, which anybody who's reading between the lines here, if you are obviously most of you are working towards or already listing agents, don't have your listings expire at the end of the month. <laughs> exactly. You know, we used to have ours expire on holidays. We because did. Because nobody was really paying attention. Right. But I knew a holiday was coming up, so we had to watch expired dates, et cetera. But really, any day is a fantastic day to be going after expired. But are you ready? We're going to have more and more as the market continues to shift. It's time for you to understand what a gold mine this opportunity really is. Why? Your job in real estate is to be a problem solver. And there is no greater problem for a motivated seller than figuring out why their home didn't sell. You are a licensed real estate professional. They have a home to sell. It makes a lot of sense for you to be speaking with each other. And your commission, again, is the result of being the highest service at the highest level and solving their problem. So to quote you, Tim, this is maybe not exact. I was trying to remember your words. Quote, if you do not yet have the wealth you desire and deserve, it's simply because you have yet to figure out how to help enough people to reach their goals. When you help enough people achieve their goals, achieving yours will follow. Yeah, that's pretty close. Um, and so this is one expired. Uh, the reason we're focusing on that is because, like I said, we think this is one of the greatest opportunities in the last maybe three decades to be chasing expireds and certainly becoming a listing agent. But the other reason is, is frankly, the expired leads are free. Uh, if you yeah. really want to scale up your expired opportunity, the service that we suggest you guys use is called Red X. Um, and basically what Red X will do is they go into your MLS and they'll search out which listings have expired. They're going to find out what the listing history is. They're going to make sure they haven't been relisted. They then, and this is the, you know, frankly, the expensive hard part, is they then go and find phone numbers for that uh, seller. And there's cell phone numbers, there's old phone numbers, new phone numbers. Chances are you're going to get a phone number. Um, and then we'll, using our scripts, we tell you what to say and how to say it. And then you start setting listing appointments. All of this, with the exception of paying for that data, is free right? This is the opportunity because you can start building listing inventory for virtually no money whatsoever. 
Uh, and Red X has got an arrangement, or rather we have an arrangement with Red X that they'll give you guys a pretty sizable discount if you subscribe to their service. This is not part of our coaching program, but if we were to get back into selling real estate ourselves, and the first thing we would do, yeah. and we say this to you guys all the time, is we'd definitely be hunting expireds, and we definitely use Red X. Just simply text the word R-E-D, RED, to 47372. Text the word RED, R-E-D, to 47372. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link. You click on it, and that gives you a pretty substantial discount for their service. And a little advanced um, coaching here, ask for them to sell you, provide for you the old expireds as well. Go back like 12 yep. months because you'll find that yes, in some markets, there's a fair amount of competition for the new expireds, though most agents aren't frankly wise enough to call, they're mailing them. But if you go back six months, 12 months, there's no competition for those expireds. And a lot of times those guys are going to be very uh, you know, amicable and amiable to having a conversation and almost to the point where they're like, well, I didn't realize the house appreciated this year. And yes, I do still have to sell it. And you know, if it expired last year, whatever the reason why that didn't, whatever the reason the seller originally put the house for sale, that reason is still there. Very rarely outside of investors do people just flippantly put properties for sale. No, and meantime, their net proceeds have increased in most cases, right? That's right. So especially if you can get an old expired list, and you can from your MLS, but if you can get it from Red X as well, um, the first half of 2020 is fantastic. That's a great honey hole because remember, we had all that question about what COVID was going to do. A lot of people took their homes off the market. Some of those weren't expired. Some of them were withdrawn. Those are people who for sure over the past two years have built up more equity. And if their motivation is still there, well, that's a pretty happy phone call to get. Well, yes, you can't get the information from the MLS, but you can't get the seller's phone numbers. That is absolutely and correct. And that's the hard, that's really the, the secret sauce in going after expireds. Some of you. Yeah, you have to talk to them. Well, yeah, it's a lot of, well, here's what some of you guys are going to make the mistake in doing. You're going to say, well, I'll just go to my MLS, I'll get the expireds. And then I'll research every single, you know, I'll use city data or whatever and find their phone numbers. Why would you want to do that? It's so time consuming. And besides, they're going to get you expired, uh, expired cell phone numbers. They're going to get you all kinds of added uh, content. It's totally worth it to massive time savings. Here's the fun part of it. I don't, you know, I didn't mean to belabor this point, but the way expired, uh, I'm sorry, Red X works is you're going to turn on your computer in the morning. It's going to tell you how many expires there were in your particular market. And you'll be godsmacked when you learn how many there actually are. And then it's going to give you all the phone numbers and contacts. And then if you choose to, you can actually have them automatically dial the phone number for you right there on your computer. And it'll, it, some people are more advanced expired hunters. They'll have three dialers going at the same time. So they're, the system's literally dialing three people at once. And then whoever answers, obviously, then we'll, you'll have a conversation with them. And you will blaze through the expired list that fast or that, that way in having more contacts and having more conversations because the laboriousness of having to actually dial the phone number is being done for you. Now, get started maybe just doing a single dialer. That's fine. But the moral of the story is just do it. This time of year, and we've you know been telling you guys since this the end of October, you build your listing inventory now. When the calendar ticks over and it's 2023, and remember, if you're listening to this in the future, don't get stuck on the dates. This is relevant anytime, mm -hmm. but you're going to have momentum. You know, if you're listening to this in late spring, well, it's not too late for you to build momentum into the, let's say, third and fourth quarter of, of 2023. Just do something. Don't do nothing and accept the fact and embrace the fact that expireds are perhaps one of the best opportunities in real estate right now. Absolutely. So point number one, expired math, just so we're crystal clear on how awesome this is. Let's say that you are committed to earning while you learn that you become only somewhat efficient at prospecting expired sellers. 
somewhat proficient with the scripts and closing, and you win some of the time. The math is still on your side. So I, I'm giving them a lot of outs there, that they're learning, that they're getting going on this. Well, here's an example. When, not if, when you have 10 conversations per week with expired sellers. Now, you might have to dial or door knock 20 times to have 10 conversations, but let's say you had 10 real conversations using the script with, uh, again, with 10, two or three absolutely will relist immediately. All you have to do to know that is watch your hot sheet. You know it's true. At least one will list with you. When you do this just two weeks per month using the average sale price in the U.S. today of 400000 netting you after, we'll say, 20% expenses, $9,600 per transaction. That's two transactions per month. Nine, two times 9600 is 192 per month. Times 12 months is $230,400. By being, you know, just somewhat okay with this skill, earn while you learn. Then here's the secret. Most of our premier coaching clients are or are becoming far better than somewhat okay at this lead generation method. Many of them can set one expired appointment per day, take two listings per week, and are grossing over a million dollars GCI per year. Why? Because it's not just the expired listing that you're selling, it's the additional business it creates for you. So I'm thinking of you guys where your average sale price is like a million dollars. And you then, here's kind of, let's just give you amateur ratios. When you're first starting to work expired, let's say you're nervous about calling. Let's say you're not very good at the script. Let's say you're overly sensitive about just all kinds of ridiculous Over researching it. Exactly. You're basically the most inexperienced, uh, you know, crappiest expired caller ever. Okay. That's basically yeah, how it's going You're only okay work. at it. For every 20 or 30 contacts, now it's a conversation with a decision-making adult, you will set an expired uh, listing appointment with that seller. Now, obviously, then we want you to follow the seven-step listing process. Proactive lead generation is the first of those seven steps. Um, but as you progress and as you get better, because if you keep doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, you will get better whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. The key is not to quit. You will suck at it when you first start. You might get some home runs when you start, but you probably won't. And you'll probably think this is really horrible. And you'll probably make the mistake of talking to other agents to tell you it's really horrible. And there's some other agents or those same agents are going to tell you how you need to be working on your brand, your logo, and making some TikTok videos. And then you're going to stop doing it. And then guess what? You're never going to get good at it, right? Isn't that what a lot of you do? That's not the plan. That's not the plan. The plan is to stay the course. The plan is to get good, really, really good at hunting expires. It'll make you a fortune. Having that one skill set over the next probably 24 to 36 months is going to be the golden ticket that all of you have been hoping you'd find in real estate. And the nice thing about this, or the frankly, what I hope you guys are um, you know, internalizing is the blessing of being able to have this skill set is that you choose when you set a listing appointment, you're not just casting. Imagine if you're fishing constantly and you're just constantly casting, 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 hoping that a fish is going to bite your hook. That's what you do when you are passively, are passively, passively aggressive, <laughs> when you're passively lead generating, when you're trying to market, when you're trying to brand, when you're trying to make a bunch of social media, hoping that somebody's going to contact you, right? And you notice if you haven't yet, I'll point this out to you. When you're listening to people that like to brag about how much, you know, whatever business they're getting from social, they're not going to ever talk about closed transactions or very rarely. They're going to talk to you about the leads, quote unquote, that they got. Well, I'm here to tell you that a lead has no value. Who cares? A, a pre-qualified lead has value, but really what has value is a expi- motivated expired lead. That has tremendous value because what do you know? The seller has to sell. 
You're going to find out what their motivation is. You're going to know what the seller, uh, what the price isn't. You're going to know the seller is willing to hire a realtor. You're going to know the seller is willing to pay a commission. Think of all the advantages you have focusing on expires. It does take skill, but it's skill worth earning. And because after you earn it, you know, earn the skill, after you learn the skill, you're going to be earning like you can't even possibly imagine. So here's the goal for all of you. And Julie touched on it. And this is where we move all of our um, more advanced coaching clients. Every single day, your goal, your minimum standard is to set one pre-qualified listing appointment a day. Now, will you do it every single day? No. You might set three listing appointments a week, which means you'll set you know 12 listing appointments a month. And if you follow our listing process, that means you're going to be making probably or you're going to be probably taking at least eight or nine of those listings per month. Some of them will cancel or change their mind or, you know, whatever happens. Life happens. I'm pretty sure all of our listeners would be okay with that, though. You guys get my point? <laughs> but this, is the, this is really the gift from the real estate gods when it comes to knowing actually how to uh, proactively lead generate is you control the result with how well you are at being dedicated and drilled down to perfecting the skill. You don't even have to perfect it. You just have to be decent at it. And then your willingness to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. When those listings, when those expired listings pop up in your computer from Red X, you do the damn work. You make the damn calls. Well, you don't... the more you do it, the more excited you'll be with that. All that it takes, I see this with coaching clients all the time. All it takes is one or two victories. And you know what they always say? I had no idea that I could do this. And then they're excited about it. And then they're like waiting they're They want to be on the phone. They know how to convert. And that's when the fun really happens. That's when you can get into some serious momentum. Well, did we read the testimonial we got from the student? Um, I posted on our Facebook page. It was telling about how we'd done all the normal Mickey Mouse things, yes. the yep. social media, and then all the other stuff and was mm-hmm. making videos and all that and being yep. told to buy buyer leads. Mm-hmm. And then he signed up for a coaching program. And then he set, what do you say? He set two or three list expired listing appointments, like his first week yeah, or something. Almost immediately. Right. And it's because yeah. guys, there's so many agents out there that don't have this skill set. It's going to change change. Other agents are going to learn, you know, basically get decent at it over the next 24 months. But right now, I promise you, there are, you will have virtually no competition. Well, you have a generation of agents out there that don't even know that listings can expire. Exactly. If you've not been in the business for more than 15 years, you probably have no clue what an expired is, let alone how to actually prospect to the expired and get them to list with you. Truth. So, you know, that creates opportunity for all of you. Julie, what's the next point? Point is, and we touched on this point, number two, the ratios of contact to conversion are the best of any opportunity you have in real estate. When you're good at the script, one in 20, and a lot of times it's less than that, but at least one in 20 will turn into listings for you. When you're great at the script, it'll be about one in 10. And on some days it's even better than that. It's extremely efficient. It's not unusual for us on the daily um, coaching sessions we play challenges and victories, right? So one of the victory dances that our students do often is say, you won't believe I made three calls and one of them was a qualified listing appointment. It's like you guys don't believe that can happen because you get stuck in the mud of all this other speculative crap. But these ratios are fantastic. It's almost like you guys are refusing to accept the opportunity and the success that will come from it. So you something inside of you wants to make it more complicated. It's, it's exactly what we've been talking about like every single day on this podcast. Expireds are people who have to sell a house. You want a listing. Of course you do. And they have their hands in their air saying, help me get this house sold. And you think that your a better time allocation and money allocation is to create a bunch of social media posts versus actually doing what we ask you to do and go directly proactively after that seller to get him to list the house with you. You think a bunch of Facebook posts is a better use to your time and frankly, you know, energy on this planet than 
learning actually how to be a proactive lead generator, you guys have to realize that doesn't make sense. If you're even you know half serious about your real estate business, this is cl- the clear path forward for you to be in a position to help people make a lot of money, especially because of this market. That's right. So point number three, expired listings have been market tested. That's an advantage to you. Now, our less experienced agents will say, well, how, how can I sell it if somebody else didn't? Well, there's lots of advantages, but they have been market tested. You know the wrong price in most cases. Sometimes you can relist at the same price and sell right away, like the case of the older expired, say from 2020 or 21. Either way, the days on the market for relisted expireds are always way less than fresh listings, especially in a shifting market. So let's explain this because that's like the silliest, most common question we get about expireds. Why would I want to list something else that somebody else couldn't sell? Well, here's why. And it's a technical reason because oftentimes it's what Jules just said. When you go out and you take the listing, and let's say you price it the same, not even a reduction in price, new description, new pictures, obviously new days on the, um, uh, you know, n- maybe your MLS won't allow you to do um, a brand new days on the market. Maybe it's going to show a Depends cumul- how old it is. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Um, now, when we sold real estate, we it, every time you took a new listing, it showed a new days on the market. Some of your MLSs allow you to do it that way, which is an advantage. If you have a very short window from when the listing expires to when it's it, when you can start again with a fresh days in the market, you definitely want to you know hold it off the market for a couple of weeks so you can get fresh days in the market. But here's what's going to happen: you're going to have that new listing. You're going to stick that new listing in the MLS. Even though it's been for sale before for maybe 180 days, maybe even a year, whatever, it's going to appear as a new listing to the consumers and the consumers are going to jump on it and then you're going to sell it. And there are there are examples after examples after examples where you just do exactly that. You list it, the other agent beat their head against the wall trying to get it sold, did a whole bunch of work. But what happened was it got stale. It basically became worn. The market stopped even considering it. Agents stopped showing it. Buyers stopped looking at it. There's lots of reasons. You know, sometimes it'll expire because the day or the month that it was on the market, it happened to have a lot of competition, or maybe there was new construction release right around the corner. Maybe in the beginning, the seller was all, you know, full of aspirational pricing, and they also didn't really allow showings to be easy. There's lots of different reasons, right? So so don't just assume that it's a crap ball listing, because most of the time, it's not, and most of the time, it's going to right away. And a lot of the sellers are going to have properties to buy, right? So you're going to get two yeah. transactions out of it. But um, Julie's touched on this too. I hope you guys heard what she said. It could have very well been, especially in this market that we've left, where the seller was just a little bit arrogant. Maybe they were too very particular common. about their showings. Maybe they weren't. And Julie's going to get to this next uh, point here in a second, which is relevant. Maybe the seller just basically needed to be knocked down a couple pegs in order for them to basically be market appropriate. All, all of that comes from you then rolling in and being uh, the new listing agent. Now, here's the irony. Your biggest competitor is going to be the previous listing agent. And we give you guys proven scripts that will overcome the seller thinking that they should just relist. And we're going to tell you about how to do all that. And uh, we'd be happy to tell you, but obviously we only have you for a certain amount of time uh, every day. But there are specific things when the seller says, I'm going to relist with my previous agent. When you're when you're uh, proactively generating to them, you're going to know what to say and how to say it. And then you're going to still be able to get a listing appointment. Because the reality of it is the seller doesn't want to list with that previous agent. They just don't know another agent. You're the other agent that they're going to know that will take the listing. That's right. So speaking of which, point number four, the agent that you would have competed against when it was a fresh listing, has failed to sell the home. Even if they're friends with the seller, they didn't sell it. The seller is now serious about getting a fresh approach from someone who will solve their problem. And again, some of the time, yes, they may feel a little attached to the previous agent, 
but most of the time they're going to be very clear that whatever that agent was doing didn't work for them and they need a fresh approach. But again, it gets back to scripts. And sometimes, again, this is all coaching, but you might be dealing, and this is mostly with a very, very upper end type stuff. You might be dealing with a situation where the old listing agent was really closely tied either socially or maybe even familiarly with that seller. And it's too complicated or you really too painful for that seller to cut the ties with that old listing agent, even though the old listing agent has already tried everything they know how to do to get the home sold in this market. That's part of a script, by the way. Um, and so what you'll then do is maybe co-list it with them or pay them a referral fee. But we teach you how to do all this guy. We're not obviously. There's ways around all that. There's ways to to placate the seller, to make the previous listing agent happy so you can still take the listing. Again, these are essentially just objection handlers that when you're doing the real work of real estate, which is proactively generation, you're going to have all these at your fingertips because you're a coaching client. By the way, you can join Premier Coaching right now for free. Just text the word Premier to 47372. Text the word Premier to 47372, or you can simply go to premiercoaching.com. And yes, that does include a daily semi-private coaching call with a Harris certified coach. This is the perfect time of year. Really, any time of year is the perfect time of year. Realistically, I would have rather had you guys enroll back in October because then you would have had 90 days of momentum rolling into the new year. If you didn't, uh, well, guess what? Now's a better time uh, than, say, for example, 90 days from now. Have momentum rolling into the year. Have listings. Have skill set. Have your systems organized. Have your objection handlers organized. That's what Premier Coaching is all about. We are a drilled down, uh, in a lot of ways, back to basics for all the things you should have been doing in the first place. Really forward-focused a coaching program. We do offer things, information about team building and marketing and branding, but let's be honest. Well, what you guys need now is you need to learn how to make money. You need to learn how to make money being a listing agent. Text the word premier to 47372 or just go to premiercoaching.com. Remember when texting message and data rates may apply. Point number five, the seller of an expired home will correct any negative feedback for you when you relist it versus resisting when it was a fresh listing. This is something our, our uh, coaching clients hear all the time from expireds. They literally will say to you, tell me what to do. These are the motivated ones, right? The ones that were just kind of screwing around, they're going to take it off the market. But the ones that you want, your perfect listings, they will say, just tell me what to do. Because here's the thing. No seller ever expects their home not to sell. It's, it's kind of an emotional thing for them most of the time. And they, then they'll do things for the agent who lists them as an expired that they wouldn't do oftentimes as a fresh listing. And one of the little hacks to that, by the way, if you don't even want to have to give the seller, uh, you know, or decorating or, you know, any kinds of, you know, remove the dead animal heads from your wall type advice <laughs> right. is as you become more successful, as you become uh, essentially more, uh, more successful listing agent, then you can have a decorator go in there or a, a, stager. a stager go in there and give them some suggestions. And you can actually make a list of all the things that you want the stager to tell them. So you're not the one giving bad news. You know, <laughs> you guys mm -hmm. get the idea. Uh, but really, Julie's point here was really fantastic. Assuming the previous listing agent did collect feedback, which many of them didn't, Feedback, again, is where the listing agent or a service like, um, you know, there's multiple, a uh, bunch of different services, homefeedback.com, for example, will then solicit the feed or elicit really the feedback from the co-op, the buyer's agents and the buyer asking what the, you know, what they think about the property, the price, the condition, the location, and the rest of it. But guess what? A lot of listing agents, because they only know how to sell real estate in yeah. a hot seller's market, never did feedback because they didn't have to because the houses were selling well, in 22 which seconds. Is, which is great when you talk to an expired because that really shows, uh, for example, the, the seller will say, you know, when you ask them, well, what was the feedback? 
What feedback? And, and then there's crickets. <laughs> You've kind of made your point, haven't you, right? Well, so she, a lot of times the sellers will say, well, I don't know. The only time I ever heard from my agent was going after me on price, or I never heard from my agent, or I don't know what's wrong. Nobody's ever talked to me about it. You guys get it? She's just giving you a whole bunch of hints on how our scripts work. When you're calling the expired and they're thinking about listening with the previous agent, really, as you shine light on what the previous agent didn't do, do it respectfully, do it professionally. Um, But really, at the end of the day, the seller doesn't want to list with that agent again. They're just looking for somebody new to list with, and you're going to be it, provided you actually proactively lead generate to them, call them, in some cases, knock on their door if you're in Canada, for example. But guys, listen, the mailers and all the rest of it, that's... That's half-assed. Don't do it. Actually get past your fear and don't think you're like, oh, I'm too busy. No, you're not. Do the actual real work of real estate. Build your listing inventory. Think back to Julie's original point today. If you had 10 listings at all times and your average commission, let's say, is uh, $10,000. And let's say the market really does turn to the worst. Worst case scenario, you're going to have two or three closings if you have 10 listings at all times, just off two or three of those listings selling per month. And that's if they're okay priced, okay condition, okay location. And that's just that listing, not counting for any of the spinoff business. Right. And what's your overhead on doing that, guys? You know, basically nothing. This is how you run a massive margin real estate business. This is how you make 90 cents on every dollar that you earn. Don't be thinking that it's okay or normal. Like most real estate brokerages, you guys are going to be amazed when you hear this, if, not, if you don't know it already. Most real estate brokerages in the best of time make less than 2% net margin. Most teams during the best of times make around 10% net margin. These aren't the best of times and it's going to get worse. So what do you think is going to happen to the margins of a lot of those brokers and those teams? It's going to deplete rapidly. And by the way, that is a conversation I've been having with a lot of you who have these big teams who are, you know, looking for uh, a graceful exit from these business models that no longer work in this marketplace. And I've been, had, Julie had seven calls like that last week, and I probably had between chats and calls, probably at least that number. And there are a lot of you who are saying, listen, I thought I was doing all the things right. I hired buyer agents. I was doing my marketing, my branding. I listened to your guys' podcast. What you're saying makes sense. What do I do? Well, let's talk about what you're going to do because there is a graceful exit from that business model. Here's the main thing. Don't feel like you failed just because the business model changed. Because the market changed, the business model has to change too. You didn't fail. You just need a new business model. That's really the bottom line. And that's one of the reasons we have so many of you that are contacting us about eXp Realty. It does create an unbelievably elegant solution for you to move forward in your real estate business and exit a business model that's not producing the profit for you that you hoped it would. And yeah, it creates all kinds of new pathways to create even more money. That's why we are seeing some of the largest teams and brokerages move over to eXp Realty. If you'd like to have that conversation with Julie and I, and if you have not chosen a sponsor, please text me directly at 512-758-0206. 512-758-0206. Julie, point number six. Point number six, we touched on a little bit. The listing will create more business. I should say the listings, since you guys are going to get good at this. Your expired listings, relisted, will create more business for you as a result of all of your efforts to sell it. Follow our systems in Premier Coaching to turn one listing into multiple sales. And our coaching clients will tell you, Every listing done correctly, you know, pre-listing launch plans, writing the real estate sign like we've talked about on previous podcasts, doing your open houses correctly, all of those things together usually will give you a, a fairly easy one to two more listings in 30 days or less 
in that same neighborhood or a neighborhood that competes with it because, you know, your open house is going to have people in the neighborhood coming through. You're going to meet them. You're going to follow up. You're going to follow the systems that we teach you in premier coaching and an endless supply of buyers, of course, some of whom have homes to sell. Now, one of the points that I should have put in here is expireds are a great way to also, excuse me, raise your average sale price. So, you know, it's great to have past client center of influence, repeat and referral, but you can't tell me who's going to list with you when or what the price of their house is going to be. With expireds, you can cherry pick your way into a higher price range. So let me also, again, I'm, that's perfect for you to say that because it, what she just said, and a lot of you guys, when you get started doing the proactively generation to expireds, you make the huge mistake of just working the expireds that are essentially in the same uh, value of a home uh, like yours. It's a psychological thing mm-hmm. or less. You guys miss the opportunity on the most expensive listings. Well, so let's just share with you the psychology. Let's say there's 100 new expireds in your marketplace today. And some of you, there was more like 500. So find out, look to see what the, you know, what's what's up or in in your marketplace. Is it a million? Is it 2 million? It's 3 million, right? So here's a little secret. Most agents are going to be intimidated to call the more expensive listings, which means what are you supposed to do? Call the more expensive listings. It's actually a little bit easier. It is because they're a, I mean, if they're getting any calls whatsoever, the sellers, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be darn few in the upper ends, but here's a little psychological, uh, prove out that, uh, I've done with coaching clients over the years. You know, Julie and I used to coach 12 to 14 agents per day, I don't even know. Don't. I'm not trying to impress you guys. You should be feeling sorry for us. And I, I mean, seriously. Send chocolate. Right. So we had people that were stuck in that, you know, I'd say a paradigm of thinking, well, I can only list things that are in a similarly priced home as the one I live in or less. Well, what we would do is we would force them to do the exact opposite of that and start working the more expensive expireds first. We would actually, so what they would do is they'll, uh, they'd go through their expired list from Red X and they would go from most expensive to least expensive. And so what Julie and I would do is we'd get their username and login and we'd flip it. We'd go most expensive to least expensive and then we remove all data except the name of the seller and the phone number and maybe the address. In other words, they wouldn't know the price. They wouldn't have any of these little red flags go off in their head that they weren't qualified to list that more expensive home. It was just another seller on the other end of the phone with a house that expired. That was it. That was the whole thing. And guess what happened? They still got the same results and they still were setting listing appointments. And here's the other thing that's really, really interesting. Some of you are going to think that expired are super particular about the brokerage they list with. That's absolutely not true. Maybe in Manhattan, but the rest of the world, it does not matter. So when you're with, for example, eXp Realty, because it's an international you know, online virtual brokerage, you can say, well, you know, if the seller says, well, I'm going to list with the local, you know, hobnob broker. You say, well, Mr. You know, Mr. Seller, help me understand. Why do you think that's an advantage to you? Whether they're going to have all the local contacts and whatever, whenever you know, the seller might think, well, Mr. Seller, it might surprise you to know that I work with eXp Realty. For example, some of you work with international companies as well. And we actually are going to be able to bring buyers in from all over the world, not just from across the street. And let me make a point to you, Mr. Seller. Where did you move from when you moved into this house? Did you move across the street or two streets over or three streets over? Now, by the way, listeners, some cases they did. So be careful on that. Um, and the seller is going to say, no, I, I relocated from New York City or from Atlanta, or from San Francisco, or whatever. So in other words, 
The local agent who was just marketing to the local market wouldn't obviously have marketed to you because you were relocating to San Francisco. If you're in a big metropolitan area, you might have people that are relocating from different parts of the world. So you can invalidate the idea that a local hobnob broker is going to have an advantage over you. Um, this is specifically for those of you who are working really in small towns, but also um, in more expensive markets. And then you can show them because of, for example, EXP's international presence and being, I think, 14 different countries, including the United States, and having this international reload and all the rest of it, you can show them that you're going to be able to expose their house and have direct access to a lot of reload people because EXP's got a monster reload department that's going to give you an opportunity to obviously, uh, you know, sell the house to your own buyer, put it, put them in a situation where they're actually going to get the property sold. That right there, that last bit's really important. In this marketplace, guys, unlike the previous marketplace, believe it or not, and this is smart, the sellers, especially if expired, their main concern is whether the house is going to sell or not. They're less concerned about all the things that maybe they were concerned about previously. They're more concerned about, is this damn thing actually going to sell? Well, the mindset of an expired is significantly different by the time it expires. And it is also possible, shocking but true, listeners, that some houses expire more than once. And boy, yep. are they motivated, right? So here's the thing. What well, I want to combine some of these points that we just, that you, you know, use some scripts, for example, what got us onto that discussion was the higher end expires, right? right? So if you know that it is a fact when you take any listing that done correctly, you know, premier coaching clients, you know this, done correctly, that listing should give you one or two immediate more listings. So if it's going to be the same amount of work, and you can identify an expired in a neighborhood that you want to have some presence in, and you know that that will create one or two more listings in that neighborhood or competing neighborhoods. That's how you raise your average sale price. It's just smart. It's the same work, but it's more transactions with a higher commission value. Now, we're a living proof of this, and I'll give you guys a personal example. Julie and I aren't big on talking about ourselves, but... This is what we actually did. Julie and I started out, and those of you in Central Ohio I'll even give you the areas. We started out by selling in Clintonville and Worthington. And the average sale price there was what the average sale price was for basically all of Central Ohio. Um, and then Julie and I had the epiphany. Why don't we, you know, after we were selling hundreds of homes per year in those price ranges, then we had the idea, well, why don't we move across town where the average sale price is five or six X what our average sale price is in this market? <laughs> Light bulb. Yeah. And then, then of course, we yeah. said, well, the local broker is going to have an advantage or we don't have any social connections. We didn't go to the same school. We didn't grow up like that. Well, I mean, there, we weren't even in that community was dominant. It didn't even really exist. Then. Well, it had a religion. A lot of Jewish people lived there were right? not Jewish. Nope. So there was no reason whatsoever we should have been able to be successful. <laughs> no there. business being out there. None, none whatsoever. We were completely a fish out of water. Um, just the whole thing. And guess what we did? We were, it was basically October, November of the previous year uh, before we started to really focus in on it. We started to focus on expires out in that marketplace. We started to do exactly what we're telling you guys to do. And then what did we start doing? We started listing those expires. And what would those sellers tell us? I listed with the local snob Bob golfing pro <laughs> Snobby agent. Snobby Bob. Snobby Bob, right. A new Bob. <laughs> Snobby Bob. Right? Yeah. Um, and uh, you know what? I he golfs with Larry the Lender. <laughs> exactly. He golfs with Larry the Lender. He didn't get the property sold. And maybe it's an ex been expired twice. I listed with, you know, L Lazy Lucy, who basically is always in Paris or whatever. Those are the types. I'm, I'm sort of making fun of it, but those are the stories we heard. Um, and in other words, they were tired of being stuck with agents who they thought 
they were pressured socially into listing with, and they resented the hell out of that because they saw those, they perceived that those listing agents weren't doing anything other than, you know, following the five P's, you know, putting it in the MLS, praying it'll sell, putting a sign in the yard, yep. right? And yeah, so they were looking for an alternative. And when Julie and I started proactively lead generating to that very expensive market where we had no right to be selling in there, the experiences we had with those sellers was shocking. We had sellers that were telling us exactly what I just told you, but we had sellers that when we started listing these expires and getting them sold, other sellers would call us and tell us how tired they were of dealing with what they perceived to be complacent uh, listing agents out yeah, there. Yeah, that's called reverse prospecting when they call you, and that is an awesome phone call. And I will never forget when we were doing all this expired hunting and you know the agents out there would be like, oh no, we don't do open houses out here. <laughs> exactly. And we're like, oh, that's great. They would basically take August off because that's when most of them exactly. went on vacation. Exactly. And do you remember when we, one of our first high-end open houses there, Ely Court, where we did an open house in the rain and sleet. It was disgusting outside. And we literally had a parade of cars coming up to the house. I remember we had to have it cleaned afterwards because there was so much traffic that came into the house. And remember when we got a call from Dr. P, we'll call him. Dr. Apollonipan. Yes. Yes. Okay. Who said, you are the only agents I have ever seen make any effort out here. I golf with tons of agents all the time, but man, that open house really seemed to be amazing. And that led to many listings and a great relationship with him. And these were multi-million dollar properties. Well, it turns out, so Julie just told you the story, but Paul Niapan, Dr. Paula, I won't go into the whole story of how we originally, when we went over to his house, it was the biggest, scariest, most intimidating property I've ever been in in my life. The <laughs> yeah. door the door was- Be pro- careful what you wish the for. The door was probably, I'm not exaggerating, 20 feet tall. I mean, you know, and I'm not like the tallest guy, so I looked like a flea walking through a, a very big Grand Canyon. House. Yeah. So, but anyway, long story short, he was a super nice guy. He ended up listing um, two or three properties with us right away. But I remember when Julie and I went to the MLS in preparation for the listing appointment where he was going to list the property with us. This was just a rental he had. And we went into the property records and the guy had, guess what? Hundreds of properties. Pages we, and pages. <laughs> we put in his name and it kept on going and we thought it was a mistake. And we, we looked to see all the dresses were different. He probably had three or 400 single family homes all over central Ohio. Nice ones too. And, and, yes. And he also did uh, held private mortgages. So that one relationship turned into dozens and dozens of opportunities going forward because we were willing to work it. Because we can trace that back to an expired plus an open house, plus relentless lead follow-up, furiously fast lead follow-up because he was in our lead follow-up list. And it's all related. Do you see how it just takes one or two huge victories like that? And then, man, are you hooked? And we could go on story after story after story about expires that led to bigger and better things, not just selling that expired, but what it created for us. But you guys see why this is an opportunity because when you are a seller and it's a hot seller's market, you're going to list with the, you know, your buddy from the country club who also has a real estate license. You're not really going to put a lot of thought into it because you know the house is going to sell itself. But when he doesn't sell or she doesn't sell the property and it becomes an expired, they're then going to probably run out of people that they're going to think that they're automatically going to list the property with. And they're going to be open to other alternatives because that buddy from the golf club or whatever, has essentially proven that he can or she can't get it sold. That's expired Palooza. That's the reason we love expired so much. 
It's guys, it checks all the boxes of exactly the reason you got into real estate in the first place. Now, this is expired listings. This is just one of easily 20 different things we tell you guys to do. It's just one of our favorites. Exactly. It's one of our, well, because of the market now, right? I mean, if the market conditions were different, or frankly, if you're certain type, certain markets, there might be notice of defaults happening. There might be, um, you know, all kinds of different opportunities just depending on your market. But realistically, I think, you know, globally, but certainly in the United States right now, expired listings present the best opportunity to become a listing agent in at least the last 30 years. If you've only been in the business for 15 years or, or, you know, shorter period of time, you don't know what you've missed out on. You think that the best days, maybe some of you think your best days of your real estate career are behind you because the seller's market's over. 100% wrong. Your best days are yet to come because you're now finally going to be able to pivot away from the low margin real estate businesses that you thought you had to run. And you're going to start moving towards ridiculously high margin real estate businesses where you earn $10,000 and you keep nine. As in you personally put nine in your pocket, not a whole bunch going to a a marketing company, not a whole bunch going to a referral fee company, not a whole bunch going to marketing and branding company because you've learned how to proactively lead generate. Guys, that's what gets you financial freedom. Imagine waking up every single day, knowing and then actually doing, setting one pre-qualified listing appointment a day. That is the lifestyle that is uh, going to create really ridiculous amounts of wealth and opportunity for you. You're going to wake up in the morning. You're going to set an expired listing appointment, pre-qualified listing appointment. You're then going to go on that a listing appointment that you set yesterday, uh, uh, today, you know, this afternoon. Really, you guys get the gist of it. So every day, you, the business model will be to set up a pre-qualified listing appointment and take a listing every single day. How long will it take for you to get up to that rhythm? I don't know. It's up to you. Depends on how much you resist. Depends on how much you start and stop. It depends on how long you are in this, you know, belief that somehow the market's going to go back to the way it was. It depends on how serious you are about your own personal well, the success. The word focus means follow one course until successful. Follow one course until successful. This is a springboard. The expired thing is so obvious because they're out there and they're getting they're good getting better, right? So follow one course until successful. You're going to earn while you learn. You don't have to be perfect to earn along the way. And every single appointment you go on is going to make you better and better and more and more excited. That's right. So premier coaching clients, uh, don't be lazy this time of year and skip your daily semi-private coaching calls. Do not allow your brain to essentially lose momentum. Uh, Absolutely positively build your business into next year. Don't rebuild your business at the start of next year. Those of you who are not in premier coaching, we've made it very simple for you. Really, I, I don't know how much easier we could have made it for you. Text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to premiercoaching.com. Remember, in texting, uh, message and data rates may apply. And also remember, if you'd like an autographed copy of our best selling book, Harris Rules, uh, simply go to iTunes and give us a five star review, assuming you think we merit it, and a pithy comment. And then send some validation that you've done so. You can either, the easiest way, frankly, is just to message us in Instagram. And remember, when messaging, messaging us in Instagram, if your you know, name on uh, iTunes is you know, dogwalker47, um, you got to tell us that's your handle so we know to recognize real you. Real name, real address. Right. Real name, real address. So we can send you a real book with a real autograph. Yeah. Right? So that's what we're asking you to do. So please do consider doing that. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.